0: Hello, this is Dr. AJ, and this is my podcast on where is the health relief for Cape Breton that has been stricken by the recent flooding. Halifax was devastated on December 6th, 1917, when two ships collided in the city's harbor. One of them, a munitions ship loaded with explosives bound for the battlefields of the First World War. The result was the largest human-made explosion prior to the detonation of the first atomic bomb in 1945. The following day, the region was hit by a severe snowstorm, adding to the magnitude of the suffering and difficulty of getting help to those in desperate need. But help came. Relief assistance was immediate and extensive. Halifax was well served by the legions of well-disciplined naval and army personnel who happened to be in the city at the time of the disaster, providing aid and a semblance of order. The explosion made headlines around the world. Trains from throughout the Maritimes and from central Canada and New England soon brought medical aid, doctors, food, clothing, building materials, and skilled laborers. The continuing assistance organized in nearby Boston and provided by the Massachusetts-Halifax Relief Committee was particularly noteworthy, as a review of online historical sources will attest. At present, Nova Scotia Health Authority is well aware of the devastating loss of family doctors and specialists from Cape Breton, something that started since 2012 and has left thousands without access to primary care services for up to two years. A recent count showed 30 physicians have left since the summer, and sadly, 60 physician positions are currently under threat. When you add the devastation caused by the major flooding and its effects on the population and community-based health resources, it is more than they can manage. This has happened just as we are starting to immunize people against the flu, which clearly cannot happen in Cape Breton at present, further leaving them open to disease and potential fatalities when influenza arrives sometime between December and January. I was waiting for an urgent call for help and assistance by doctors and other health practitioners to go out and help Cape Breton and I was waiting for it to come from the province. I was expecting the military to be called in to help set up field locations to offer primary care and support to the beleaguered health care providers in that community. I expected at least a report from the Nova Scotia Health Authority CEO, Janet Knox, that the Amalgamated Health Authority can actually do things in a coordinated manner so that they can bring health care assistance to Cape Breton recognizing this urgent and imminent need. Instead, we received emails inviting family doctors to put forward expressions of interest to work with the Nova Scotia Health Authority to develop team-based care or collaborative care within the rules that they have just developed. Business as usual. I'm not arguing that this is important to continue to do necessary work. But in the face of Cape Breton's desperate and emergent need, it feels meaningless to the populations that are suffering right now. The Bostonians came to our aid in 1917. The ceremony of sending the giant Christmas tree to them every year brings a lump to my throat each time. I'm reminded that in our time of need, we were not left alone. I believed this had to do with having established a meaningful relationship with them and between us and the Bostonians and others in the country over time. This had to do with compassion of wanting to help and not letting any boundaries get in the way. This is in sharp contrast to the sterile, fiscally responsible Nova Scotia Health Authority that continues to expose a cold and dispassionate face to the desperate need of the people of this province. Despite being in the 21st century, it would seem to me that we are worse off than when we were rich with friends and compassionate hearts that helped us in 1917.